If I had to pick one word to really summarize like what I've been focused on, what what what's really caught my attention in this last year, well, I'm not going to tell it to you yet. Let's get started. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode. Tap on the follow, plus, or subscribe button, and you'll get two new episodes each week. Thanks for listening to the Culture Hacks Podcast with Russ Hill. So one of the things that has really caught my attention, or it's been interesting, actually several years ago was interesting. Then this year, I started thinking about, well, why don't I do that? Like, why don't we do that at our firm? Jared Tanner, my my uh, business partner, is like, why aren't we leaning into that more? And what I saw in working with some of these, I'm talking about like Fortune 50 companies, really large organizations that we have the chance to work with. They, um, it, it, it's interesting. You walk into, and at first I thought this was crazy, like kind of insane. I'd make fun of it even if I'm going to be totally honest. Don't tell the clients, but I like it. But now I look at it and I go, oh my gosh, that's brilliant. And here, here's what I saw. So years ago, and again, we're talking about these really large organizations. You'd walk into a meeting and let's say it's the, uh, the leader of a business unit of 40,000 people. So it's bigger, like their business unit's bigger than a lot of companies, right? But just by itself, this, and this is a business unit, or it might be 20,000. It doesn't matter how many people, but, and a lot of these, they're international. So they've got a presence in multiple countries, right? And you've got this leader in the room and he or she's got, got their direct reports, maybe a team of 10 or 20 or whatever in the room. And you're going in, we, we meet with these consulting clients of ours on site at least quarterly. So you, for the first time, you might be going into a meeting that they're having and there's, there's the leader of the business unit and then his or her, maybe 10 direct reports. And then there's support staff in there, right? So different cross-functional folks or different people from the, from the corporation, whatever else. And then you notice all these additional people and, and you, and what I didn't know existed, <laughs> you, you, you'd talk with this executive and then they'd have like an entourage around them. Like not just one person, cause you're used to the executive with their assistant, right? But then some of these clients would have a chief of staff. And then they'd have a, not only an executive assistant standing next to them or around them, but a technical assistant, right? A TA. So a TA, an EA, executive assistant, technical assistant. Then they might have a chief of staff. Then they might have one or two other people. So like a communications person or somebody else. And you, 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 when you first see this, you're like, what in the world is going they might have a deputy they might have like they call it all different terms you see this in the in the government at the highest levels of the US government as well in these large departments defense department CIA different areas you, you'll you'll read about it in the news they've got the 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 director of the agency then the deputy of the agency and then all of these additional people and at first you go wow is this organization bloated 
Like, that's crazy that that person has all of these people like waiting on them. And then like, I thought that maybe for, if I'm going to be totally honest, I thought that for maybe a few years of working with these organizations, like what are they doing? Like they, it's insane. And then I started to work closer and more closely and more closely and got to really know over years, these executives, you, you build a relationship, right? And what I discovered was, oh my gosh, they are insanely productive. It's what Naval Ravikant, I talk about this all the time, right? I just filmed a video about this, which we'll talk more about in just a second. But Naval Ravikant talks about who, if you don't know who he is, just Google him and spell it out and you'll get it right. Um, or Google will correct you. But, um, and if you've listened to the podcast for a long time, you know who he is. Cause I talk about him. Um, Naval talks about leverage, right? And so these people use the additional folks as leverage so they can miss a meeting. And one of these folks can go to that meeting for them. And they are so closely connected with this senior executive that they know how she thinks. They know how he thinks they could finish their sentences. They know their desires, their habits, how they want it done. What, what, what their nuances are, what they're, what they really care about, what they don't care about. And they represent them. And so instead of just one of those people, it's like eight clones. You with me? And I started to think, so, so the person could be in another country attending to something else. And yet this other person who works so closely with them is they're just getting a ton done. And then I started realizing <laughs> because I would make a comment like little stuff. I'd make a comment. Somebody like, wow, I really liked your LinkedIn post executive so-and-so. And then I realized, oh, they didn't type it. Oh, that's their communications person or that's somebody else or they'd record a video. And I'd realize they didn't script it. Like they were just reading what the staff told them based on the information that they y- you following me. So let me talk to you about why this is on my mind and why and what the word is. The word is that it just really summarizes this last year for me. Okay. Uh, By the way, welcome into the Culture Hacks podcast. My name is Russ Hill. I make my living coaching and consulting senior executive teams. I'm part of the team at Lone Rock Consulting, and I love what we do. And in this little corner of the internet, this little corner of the virtual world, I share in audio format, and I've been doing it. This is episode 306. So this isn't new for me. I've been doing it for a lot of years capturing in audio format what I'm thinking, what I'm experiencing, what I'm learning, what I'm running up against. And I hope it's of value to some of you. And if it is, click on that ad follow whatever button and you'll get a new episode or two or three or whatever I'm up to every week. Man, I I used to say two episodes a week and I'm working towards it, you all. But holy crud, has the world like accelerated. Let me talk more about that here. Okay. So the, um, the word for this year for me is leverage. It's just totally leverage. How do we leverage what we're good at? How do we leverage what we love to do? How do we leverage, um, ourselves? I'm talking about us as a firm and, but this applies to you as a leader. I want you thinking this way. Okay. So whether you're 24 or 54 I think there is application for you 
because maybe you haven't seen what I just spent the last five minutes describing in, in organizations. Maybe that's unfamiliar to you and you're wondering, well, what does that have to do with me or how should I apply that? I'm about to get into that. Okay. So here's what I've been working on and why I've been putting out fewer than two episodes a week recently, because I am creating, well, there's actually a lot of reasons. <laughs> Let me get into multiple reasons. Um, well, and oh gosh, I just need to back up. Okay. A little bit and tell you about lead in 30, why we created lead in 30, because it applies to all this. The whole reason we created a leadership training company was because we couldn't scale ourselves. So here we are working as consultants, working with these senior executive teams, like I talk about traveling and virtual meetings these days, whatever, and filling our calendar, working with these, these executives and loving what we do. And then they want us to, if you're familiar with the, if you've listened a lot, you, you know, the scenario, but they, they wanted us. Okay. Well, thanks for working with our top 20 or top 40 leaders. Now we'd like you to, is there some way you could help us with the next 200 down on the org chart or the next 400 or 2000 or whatever it might be, depending on the size of the organization. Right? So we thought, okay, well, the answer for years was not really. And then when we created our own firm three years ago, we thought, well, can we figure that out? Can we scale it? And then the pandemic and the way we work changed and virtual meetings became so acceptable and yada, yada, yada. And now we're like, oh my gosh, like technology gives us the ability to reach those leaders. And that's when we created lead in 30. Can we take these concepts and instead of, you know, all the stuff we do over multiple years with these executives, can we boil it down and just capture maybe the top three or four concepts? Like, what do we do when we first start working with an executive of a major corporation? And so that's when we captured those things in certain frameworks and models. You've heard me talk about clarity, alignment, and movement. That's our major focus. But we work with our consulting clients hands-on to execute that, to implement it, to, to help them work through the challenges that they have and all the obstacles that exist to creating clarity and all the areas of their companies that they don't have alignment and they need it. And then what movement do they need? Like there's a lot of work to be doing. So we go deep with them and there's lots of additional frameworks and models, but we boiled it down to its simplest form, clarity, alignment, movement. Then we created lead in 30. Why? Leverage. How could we get to like this week alone? Right now, as I'm recording this, we have probably 50, nah, that's not uh, 20, 2000, somewhere between 2000 and 2,500 leaders going through lead in 30 this week, right now, like this week, that many leaders are going through it at different organizations, right? Well, we could have never done that. That's leverage. How did like, and they're, they're watching videos of us. So I'm like, I haven't been in most of those meetings, but those people are hearing me and they're learning concepts that I'm teaching at my whiteboard. They're watching recorded videos, right? And, and they're learning and they're applying and all of that. So that leverage, that's been amazing to watch. Like that part of our business is scaling like crazy. And then, and then we thought, okay, well, how can we scale it faster? Well, we need to add people whose expertise is creating training companies. So instead of us trying to figure it out over the next three or four or five years, let's go bring those people onto our team. Let's find them. 
Let's build a relationship with them. Let's talk with them. Let's vet them. And then let's add them to our team. And that's been the last six months, right? Along with everything else we're doing. Now we've got some of those folks uh, that are working with us and they're insane. They're unbelievably valuable. Leverage. Like they're help. Like they speak. A, I, I could just spend so much time on this. And you've heard me talk in, in episodes of the last few months about the who. And so we've really focused on the who. Who can help us leverage? Are you taking notes on this? Like, is this, a, are you applying this to you? Like listening to me talk about it as it pertains to our organization, but you're thinking about it as it pertains to your organization, whether that's 10 people or 10,000 people. How do I leverage? Who can help me do that? How can we get to more people? How can we scale this thing? Right? Okay. So then, so that, that, and, and so we're adding that to our team, right? Who can help us leverage? How can we reach more people? How do we accelerate this? All of that. And that is stinking fun. Like, so it just gets you out of bed. Cause I talk about this, right? We have this human desire to create and we're creating something. And does it mean that we're investing more into the business and we're not taking as much? Yeah, all of that. But that's super fun because we're playing the long game, right? And in the meantime, um, enjoying ourselves as well. So then take that to another level. So you all know, if you've listened to me for a while, that there was a time maybe a year ago, maybe two years ago, when I was posting daily. Some There was actually like about a month or two or three where I was posting on LinkedIn twice a day. Really, because I didn't want to do our work in a vacuum. I thought the more people who can have visibility into what we're doing and learning and seeing that and getting value from it, the more we're going to be able to scale. Visibility drives scale, right? The, the, the more you work in a closet or a vacuum or be in, in a dark corner, the less you're going to scale. People don't know what you're doing. So I start creating content. Well, here's the problem with that. In order to really scale in that way, the, the name of the game is consistency, like above and beyond everything else. So I was consistent for like six months, eight months, and then like life's just crazy busy. And so then you end up not doing that as much because there are other things that you, you need to prioritize, right? And so I've disappeared, vanished from LinkedIn, and I, I've been trying to scale that. Well, now, if you follow me on LinkedIn, you've noticed, maybe you've noticed, and if you don't follow me, the link to do so is in the show notes. Just swipe over or up or whatever. Click on the show title, the episode title. You'll see it. And 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 the link to follow me on LinkedIn. So do that. Or if you haven't seen been on LinkedIn in a while, open up the app and go over to my profile. And what you'll notice, notice is, man, I'm posting every day. Like for the last couple of weeks, every single day. And these are like lengthy posts. You want to know a little secret? What do you think? Can you guess what I'm about to say? I'm actually not posting. That's not me. So it's not AI. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll probably get there soon enough, right? Um, it's it, what, what, what's happened is, and again, go back to the example I started with in this episode about the executive who walks in the room and has that whole team. So I'm thinking, man, how do we leverage ourselves? And so another way is what if I could hire ghostwriters and people who are really good at LinkedIn posts, know the algorithms, know how to do all of that stuff and are passionate about it. And, and they're not just posting to post, but they're capturing the way I think 
and and they're not going to do it. They're not going to capture it as well as I could because they're not me. But what if I could get them there, 60% there, 80% there? So I don't want them just posting crap to post crap. No, I had no desire to do that. We actually hired somebody like that maybe a year ago and it just wasn't good content. We're like, that's not true to us and it kind of doesn't look good and whatever. And we're not proud of it. So long story short, through a network of different di- different people that I've come in contact with and I'm out there learning and I'm looking at the whole um, marketplace, right? And I'm watching certain people. And so I'm DMing them and reaching out through different people and introducing myself. and like, how do you do this? And they connect me with different people in different countries. And I'm talking to di- what, and I'm on zoom calls and I'm doing all these things and they're reading our books and they're checking out lead in 30. They're listening to these podcast episodes and they're like, okay, Russ, we think we've got a sense of who you are. Can we produce content? Boom, go. So they're doing that. Same thing. If you, um, if you haven't yet go to lead in 30, you're going to want to type in www.leadin30.com slash newsletter, www.leadin30.com slash newsletter. It will take you to a quick landing page. You'd enter your name and your email address there. Don't worry. We don't spam anybody. We don't sell it to anybody, nothing like that. But once a week, if you want, if you want to see this like behind the scenes, uh, well, you're getting the behind the scenes here, but you'll see the product there. What you'll start to get, I think it's every Thursday. This just started. Every Thursday, you're going to get a newsletter dropped into your inbox that is packed full of value. Like it's it's a mini little book every week. It's a white paper, if you will. And it's packed full of content. And it's coming from me and our team, right? But guess what? I didn't write it. But there are two guys in Portugal who are amazing writers and who I met through someone else who I met through someone else who I met through someone else and they're passionate and they're starting a business and they're incredible at it and they're driven and they're writing it and they're reading my books and they're listening to these podcasts and like, Hey Russ, what if we turned that podcast into a newsletter? What if we took that um, video from lead in 30 and made it into an, uh, wrote an article about it? What if we did this? And so now, we got thousands of leaders that are already in our database. Now we're going to grow that more and leverage. So now you're getting that and consistently, right? Because I didn't want to put out any of those until we had like months of content. So I was just on Slack uh, earlier today, DMing with uh, one of our one of our folks on the newsletter who's over in Portugal. And, uh, and he's like, okay, Russ, I've got everything planned through the end of January. I just need you to go in here, click on that, go over to that Google doc into this notion table, whatever, and look at this and just approve that and see that and whatever. So he's leading that. Now, does this cost money? Does it, what? Of course it does. Of course it does. And, and it takes time and whatever else. So was I in a position to do all of this three years ago? No, but I am now. And we are as a company. And then if you don't follow me on Instagram and some of you are massively into Instagram, some of you aren't, and this is a much longer game, but if you don't follow me, not my, I've got a, two, two accounts. One's my personal account, which is Russ Hill. It's like, I don't even know how Instagram to be honest. I think it's at Russ Hill, whatever. <laughs> um, that's my personal account. You may follow me if we're connected that way. That That's cool. But what I need you to follow is at Russ leads. So my first name, R U S S leads like a leader without the, er. <laughs> so Russ leads 
and and that handle on Instagram, if you were to add it right now or like in the next day or two or whatever, I don't know about what time you'll listen to this or when this will get out to you, but at, at, you might notice that, hey, there's no content on here for like a year. Yeah, that's true until we're like, that's going to change any hour now. And so behind the scenes, it's actually a guy in Chile who I met through a guy in, gosh, where's Chris? I don't even know where Chris lives. California, maybe Washington state. I'm not sure who I met through another guy who I met through another guy who's over video content. And then Chris found this guy in Chile who's amazing and unbelievably talented and is passionate. You get in the sense here of the who and the leverage. And so now he's taking these videos and putting this content together and sending it to me like, hey, Russ, what do you think of this? Hey, make a couple of these edits, change that, do that, add that over, whatever. And I think we're up to 20 videos that we've got in. And so you will now, if you follow me at Russ Leads on Instagram, and we're thinking about adding TikTok, which I am not on TikTok at all. But we're thinking of adding that and a couple of other things, uh, maybe YouTube shorts, I'm not sure. And we're going to put out a daily piece of content. And this is like a, a podcast episode like this, but in less than 90 seconds. So super quick, one quick thought about leadership, success, creating all of that sort of stuff. Same sort of stuff I do here, but putting it out in news feeds um, on, on different apps. That I don't use a ton, but a lot of people do, obviously. And so do you understand what I'm doing here? I'm trying to bring as much visibility to what we do as possible while giving people an avenue of a way to interact with us. And it's all the long game. And my intent here is, is, um, consistency. If I was editing the videos, if I was having to shoot and whatever, all the stuff on the videos, if I was having to write the newsletter, if I was having to write the LinkedIn post, 90% of that wouldn't happen because I got too much going on where the ROI is significantly higher and faster. All that stuff I just talked about is the long game. What happens is you get that newsletter or some executive that's uh, subscribed to that or a director or somebody who's been through Elite in 30, and six months from now, 18 months from now, three years from now, that newsletter pops in. And they're like, you know, I'm actually now promoted to whatever position. I've got this budget, and I'd really like to, to get Russ out to speak to our annual meeting. Or we're having a sales conference and whatever else. Or I want to get Tanner or someone else from the firm or Ty or Kim from our firm, whomever. I want to get them out and speak. Or, or maybe they could work with our team because now I've, I've got whatever. You see how it works? I'm playing the long game on that. So like Instagram and these. So LinkedIn, I'm aiming at executives. I'm aiming at directors. Much more targeted. Instagram and some of these other places, I'm aiming at the 25, 30 year old leader who's got no budget and isn't a senior leader yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about them five years from now, 10 years from now, because I'm playing the long game. And when you're successful and you're working like that, you, you can do that. You can't do that right out of the gate. At least I haven't been able to, maybe you can, or if you've got tons of funding and you take on debt, you can do all that right out of the gate, but we didn't want to do any of that. So you got to build the bit, you know, build some, some success, get some, you know, get, get the cash flow going and be able to bring people on the team and all that sort of stuff. And then it's leverage. So the word of the year for me is leverage. How do you leverage yourself? How do you leverage your team? How do you leverage whatever it is that your organization does so you can scale it more? And the answer for me has been who, who can do this, who can take what we're doing and can, it's like back to that executive at the beginning of the episode, they can walk in the room and they got all these people who are listening to them and are able to go execute. That's leverage.
And that is what, man, it is so fun. So I hope that's valuable to you. There's certain application. Some of the things I'm talking about have, like you're thinking, well, what the crap? Like I got, I, don't, I could care less about a social media platform. I don't care about LinkedIn. That's not the point. The point is how do you reach more customers? How do you get to more potential clients? How do you impact more of your members? How do you, whatever it is, what could you be doing? What should you be doing? Now, next year, six months from now, to leverage. What is it? And maybe right, maybe that's a question for a, a year from now or two years from now. You just got to build some success or get this team performing. Whatever, that's good. That's fine. But it, it man, there's so much more I want to say about this. But I'm at time. Woo! Um, we've been busy. Um, in case you can't tell, and I'm super passionate about it. And the journey is so rewarding. And I hope that there's something in this episode that brought value to you. And I hope that you'll add me on Instagram. I hope you'll make sure that you're looking at LinkedIn every once in a while. I hope that you'll subscribe to that newsletter and see some of this content. And you'll see it's not exactly me. You're going to be able to tell if you listen to, you know, a hundred of these episodes or even all 300, you're going to go, okay, that's not exactly Russ's voice, but it's 70% Russ's voice or these are the concepts he teaches. And, and that's okay. That is, um, I don't want it to be 20% of me. I want it to be close to me. You know, like, like you're thinking, okay, it's bringing value. And these are, you, you get the idea. All right. That's what's on my mind. So content, visibility, leverage, scale. Those are the things that are dominating my mind these days. Creating is so rewarding. I'll talk to you in the next episode of the Culture Hacks podcast. Who do you know that could benefit from listening to this episode? Tap on the share button and text the link to a friend or colleague or write a post on LinkedIn and tag Russ. Thanks for listening to the Culture Hacks podcast with Russ Hill.